It's Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here, Patrick Royce with me as usual. A lot to get to, Patrick, but first, how you doing? I am doing fine. Good. Did you watch a lot of football Sunday? I imagine you Quite did. Quite a bit. I'm very depressed. I was a big Lions fan. I was all in. Dan Gamble's a moron. 24 to 10, kicked a field goal dummy to get ahead more than two touchdowns. I don't, you know, if it's 20 to 10, go ahead, go for it. But uh, you got you got a chance to get ahead two touchdowns. You got a chance to steal the big momentum that they're trying to gain in San Francisco. You come out. You're ahead 24-7. They come down. You hold them to a field goal. Okay, you come back. You kick another field goal, dummy. You go up 17. And uh, once he did that, they screwed up the whole ball game after that. And they were, they, you know, what that defense they have, uh, you got to take some points, <laughs> you know, to get ahead two touchdowns. And I thought that decision changed the whole game for him. And Reynolds might have dropped a pass, but kick the field goal and go up to 17. And then, of course, you got a chance to tie the game late and you don't take the field goal that time either. I that I, I don't have as much trouble with that one. But uh, not going up by more than two touchdowns is just moronic to me. Yeah, it was it's a perfect launch point for kind of the whole go-for-it analytics debate, right? Because the numbers probably said go for it in that situation. And that's what they've been doing all year. But these are percentages, right? These are, here's what you should do. You know, whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know. even know what the data says on that, on that exact decision is 60% of the time, or this is the expected points. This is, this does this over the long run. This is what you should do more often than not. Right. This is the right decision, but not, not to me. Yes. Anytime I can go up more than two touchdowns, I don't care what the numbers say. I don't go for it. And that's, but that's the thing. Like a lot of times the expected points and things like that. Don't, don't take into account game flow. Don't take into account. Oh my God, it's the NFC title game. We might be able to go to the Super Bowl. What happens if you miss this? What happens if something goes wrong here? What happened? You need to stabilize things after you've given up this, that, the other thing. Like it doesn't take into account the external factors in a game. Sometimes I don't think I don't. I don't believe it does. And that's where there's a difference. I think you're right. I think you got to you. You are better served right there, being a little bit more certain. Now it didn't work. Like if it works, hey, you know maybe he looks like a genius. They go on to win the game, but you leave yourself open for that kind of momentum swing right it's it's just it's just as simple as that the guy drops the pass should have made the play it was a it would have been a good catch not a great catch but it would have, it's a pretty routine play for a good nfl wide receiver if he makes the catch they get a first down maybe they have to kick a field goal later who knows but um yeah that's that's the piece of it that's <clears throat> i think up for debate today is is that the right thing in that situation i don't think it is no, I don't. Uh, second half, uh, you're already you dominated the first half. You're you can get your 17 point lead back. It's all about two touch being ahead by more than two touchdowns and a field goal. They, I mean, they gotta they gotta have three scores to catch you then because they the two point conversions don't do them any good. Right. So uh, they gotta have three scores. Anytime you can put them in a situation where they have to score three times to beat you in a pro football game, you got to kick the field goal. That's especially when it's a cupcake, you know, it's a, 
you know, it's one that the guy's uh, gonna make. So uh, yeah, I thought it was stupid. He's uh, he got he's got himself into that whole bravado thing, and boy, we always do it this way, and blah blah blah. Well, you blew the you blew it because once you gave them momentum there, then there was all over. And one thing you have to keep in mind is your defense semi stinks anyway. So uh, yes. Well, you gotta you gotta get points. Uh, you know, you you gotta get a lot of points, and you gotta get them when you can. And uh, you know, right then, they right then, you know, and and hey, maybe somebody should uh, should tackle Brock Purdy when he comes running out of there in the pocket too. For goodness' <laughs> right. sakes, where, where were where were where were those guys? I mean, I don't know. They made him look like uh, I, you know, they made him look like Michael Vick in his heyday. For goodness' sakes, so. Uh, it was, uh, you know, yeah, it was a disaster, I would think. And I got news for those Lions fans. They're going to be back in that. Uh, not many of us are still going to be alive when they get back to the championship game. <laughs> They're going to revert to being the Lions here pretty soon. Anybody who thinks this is the start of a big Lions dynasty is nuts. Not with Jared Goff as your quarterback, uh, who's okay. But, uh, you know, not this, this opportunity – you're still the Lions, and uh, you, you know you got GM who knows what he's doing now, which is different. But uh, this is, uh, you know, this is not the start of some dynasty that, you know, we have. The, it's like the Packers who are gonna. Oh, that's all right. We blew a couple chances right. to win this, to win the next Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, but it'll come sometime. Well, no, it won't. So, uh, yeah. I, I think that it's a big missed opportunity because not only, you know, is it unlions like, but you had you had kind of that magical thing going and you you blew it by not uh, going more than two touchdowns ahead and letting a, a 49ers team that is pretty good defensively not, and you know, obviously they get Debo back and makes a heck of a difference, but uh you know, Brock Purdy's Brock Purdy played good yesterday, but he shouldn't be beating you in a game like this. So uh, you're not you're gonna next time you're in a game like this, you're gonna have a better you're gonna be playing against a better quarterback too. So that it's uh, I yeah. don't know, really a blowing opportunity for the Lions. Well, and Campbell even said that after the game, he was like, "We might not be back here. I hope we are. I think you know if we we could be." But these opportunities don't come along uh, all the time, and you kind of understand that. Yeah, they've got something. They've got a good roster built, but every every season is unique. I think the NFC was as wide open as it might ever be this year. I don't think there is. A, I don't think there is a great team in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers were very vulnerable in both of those games. They ended up winning. Um, on on the Purdy point, uh, one of my favorite guys, Spencer Hall, uh, tweeted after the game. Brock Purdy might be the guy to beat Mahomes. You cannot defeat a genius with a genius. You need a normal guy who was drafted in the seventh round who overthrows four straight wide-open attempts before scrambling at 10 miles an hour for a first down. Actually, he's faster than I thought he, he was. Is. I'll give he is. credit for that. He can run a little bit. and uh, uh, Yeah, he played good the second half. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. I mean, he, he was awful last week, and... Uh, and he was uh, awful in the first half. Uh, they were awful in the first half. But, uh, yeah, well, Lions, they're deep in their heart. Uh, Dan Cole and the crowd are, uh, you know, they, oh, they yeah. nobody's surprised. They expected this. <laughs> right. they, they, they expected this. They, it was, they, yeah. 
I didn't realize they're the only uh, team that was around when it's. They're the only team that was or that's been around that's never made it. Is that right? They're the only one that's never made it. Is it or is it the only one that we, I guess the only one that was around when it started? I that, think that's that it. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. Who else? Who else hasn't made it? Not too many teams. Who else hasn't made it to the Super Bowl? I mean, there's a, yeah. there's a. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know that off the top of Cleveland, my head. Cleveland's never been there, right? With uh, the expansion team, the Ravens. Oh, yeah, with the new team. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the Ravens right. did, but uh, Cleveland's as a as an entity, Cleveland's yeah. never. Been there, so yeah, there's probably like probably one or two yes. others, but yeah, the Lions. If there, it's it's very they they got a kinship with the Vikings. It was very it was very oh, yes. Vikings esque watching that self destruct. Just watching like Vikings fans on social media, they were like, "This is very familiar, you guys. This, uh-huh. is, this is very familiar feeling of of how this is all." I don't think our boys have ever blown a seventeen point lead in a playoff game, though. Have they? Mm. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, not seventeen. They were up. 13 against Atlanta in the NFC title game in the, in 98 but I don't know about I don't know about 17. Yeah, and that team was twice as good as this they, Lions team too. They almost <laughs> did if not for a Minneapolis miracle. I will tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would that was a terrible uh that, that would have been a terrible, terrible collapse bit... against it. That was a collapse against a team that you're way better than too. Yes. <laughs> so, that would been what you like to call a bad loss. This would be a bad loss. That would be a bad loss. Meanwhile, when Baltimore had a bad loss too. Lamar was bad, and you know, Kansas City's playing great defense. But uh, that one really surprised me. I thought yeah. uh, I, I didn't think you know the Chiefs' defenses. I, I, how'd they get good? I don't know. I mean, early in the year, they weren't good. Their offense wasn't good. And how about our guy, uh, Scanlane, making the catch that wins the game two weeks in a row yeah. after dropping 700 balls in his uh, career, dropping everything. He, uh, two games in a row, he uh, made the clinching catch. Uh, that was a heck of a catch going down to his back. And, uh, and winning the game for him, and good, good for Andy going right there. You, uh, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to punt it back in Baltimore and end up getting with a bad loss. So they throw it down the field and uh, get the first down and run out the clock. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it was a, it's a, I guess surprising a bit. A seventeen ten. I would that would not be the score no. I would have predicted in that game. And it's yeah, if you're Baltimore, you got to be just shaking your head you're like what what more can you do during the year they look like the like the one really dominant team all year right they're just beating beating everybody mm-hmm. left and right with defense offense and you put up 10 in the title game yeah. just, just where do you go Lamar's, from there Lamar is gonna feel sheepish when he wins the MVP award too yes the voting's already in but he was terrible uh and you know when he's bad usually he can make plays with his legs but they uh they came up with a plan to kind of, I mean, he got out a couple of times, but not too often. They they not only rushed him, but they kind of kept him in the pocket there where he couldn't. Uh, and you you get him, you get him throwing off platform. He's, off a, platform. he's, a, little yes. shaky. <laughs> he's a little shaky off platform. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, all of a sudden, when's the last time they went? They only, once, once, they, they was... got. They got an awful record, right? In the in the in the playoff in in the playoff games. Uh, Ravens, yeah, in in, in recent years. Right? I, yeah, I think the last time they went was when they won against the Niners, right? The Harbaugh Bowl. That was when back, back when they had Flacco, right? 
Yeah, that's right. Flacco did win. Yeah, Flacco won two, they, I think. Yeah. Did he? Did he win twice with them? I think he did. He yeah, I think they won like 2013. Who was coaching on that? Harbaugh was coaching Harbaugh the first was the time, one year. But how about the somebody uh, else? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I can't, can't remember. remember now. It's been. I can't remember. But yeah, they've had some uh, blown opportunities to say the least, and. Uh, and so, yeah, this is a this. You, you, I wouldn't have given you five dollars for the Chiefs' chances at midseason. Oh. You know, I mean, this offense—he's throwing to Kelsey, though, man. Kelsey was what his first eleven targets. He caught eleven passes yesterday. I saw that on one of the graphics. Yeah, it's amazing. He, he it's yeah. He's uh, we didn't get to see enough Taylor though because he's uh, only uh, like I only I didn't know I didn't was totally focused, but he, they must have showed her after each touchdown. I saw her after one touchdown, though. So uh, it's, uh, I think it's true love. It I might think be. He's gonna, I, think, I, think, I think he's. she likes that big lug. And, you know, if she's walking down the street with him and somebody messes with her, he'll beat the crap out of him. That'll be damn <laughs> good, you know. He'll, then he's got his brother as the best man at the wedding. That'll oh, be a, it's crazy. That'll is, be a yeah. party, man. Right. That'll be a party. If, uh, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, Taylor will be at the Super Bowl. I, I would imagine. think so. I would think so. What's what's bigger, the Super Bowl or Taylor being at the Super Bowl? I mean, like, I don't know. Can they get her to I, get her to come down and do a song or two? Can they do that? Uh, well, I don't think Usher is gonna. Isn't no. Usher doing the halftime? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I think Usher is doing halftime. So whoever the hell he is, I never heard. You could you could come he could come in and perform in my living room and I wouldn't know who the hell he was. What so. if he did that right now? That'd be something else. <laughs> yeah. The new yeah, daily know. delivery featuring Usher and Patrick Royce today. Yeah. So. Hey, you're in front of the TV there. Get out of the way, <laughs> Hey, before before we get off of football really quick, I should mention too the uh the 49ers comeback win does uh doesn't just break the hearts of Lions fans, it lifts the curse of Kirk Cousins. I don't know if you heard of this. Where did this come from? I don't know. I saw this last week, but someone has been tracking this. So two things about this. One, so just the just the fact of it, no team that has ever lost to Kirk Cousins during a regular season has ever then subsequently reached the Super Bowl. Now, I don't know like how rare that is. I don't know if you could do that for a lot of other quarterbacks of, of some note. I don't know that. So, but I know that I know it's true because someone kind of went year by year and did it. So the fact there is that fact now, San Francisco has lifted that curse because the Vikings and Kirk cousins, of course, before he got hurt this year, beat San Francisco at uh, us bank stadium. So you get the fact of it, but you've also got Kirk cousins is such a type of quarterback or is thought of in a certain way that someone has thought to do this, right? Like that that's the that's the interesting thing to me that someone has thought to see has a team that ever lost to Kirk Cousins went on to win the Super Bowl. I don't think anybody is tabulating this for any other quarterback. So I think it's a it's a very unique Kirk Cousins stat to me. That's a Rand Ball thing that I got. Yes, it's tell gonna you. be today. Yes, today for sure. Yeah, I gotta tell you, Ricey pays no attention to that. But, yes, it's uh, fine. It's uh, fine. That's that's a good idea. Yeah, he's I know, but I did see at halftime that everybody had Kirk going to the 49ers at halftime. So, <laughs> and um, then Purdy came and took him to the yes. Super Bowl. So we don't have yes. to listen to that idiotic stuff. That, no. uh, that, because, you know, Purdy's a mobile Kirk, basically. Doesn't, he's not as accurate a passer, but, uh, you know, he took him to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. what the heck? I don't think they're going to go and get a 
sporting with their with their salary cap problems and the players they have to, uh, you know, the players they have to keep on that defense. Uh, I don't think they're going to go and get a forty million dollar quarterback. No. It was mediocre. So anyway. You've got two more years of a guy who was picked like last in the seventh round. Um, they paid him about $12. I don't think they're going to go get a different quarterback. He's just fine. He's he's actually pretty no. good. He's pretty good. He's he's, he's above average. And they're trying to uh, they're trying to get out from under the Trey Lance mess. Yes, that they gave up all those uh, all, all those, those players for him. What yeah. are, do you think he's going to get a chance anywhere? Another chance? Trade? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. who knows? Third it's... stringer in Dallas, right? Nobody right. Third stringer in Dallas. Well, everybody wow. wanted the Vikings to go get him this past, uh, you know, when when San Francisco gave up on him. What the Dallas gave him a fourth round pick. It'd be in, be intriguing right now if the Vikings had Trey Lance on their roster, wouldn't it? Would be kind of an interesting kind of Athlete, subplot yeah. to the off season. Yeah, yeah, it would. Well, you could get him if you want him, I suppose, for a yeah, that's true. Probably true. But, uh, that's probably uh, true. The biggest upset to me in the offseason, though, remains Mike McCarthy's coming back to Dallas. Yes, I, I can't I gave believe him that either. A zero chance when he walked off the field. But uh, and Belichick not getting a job, I would yep. imagine that's all about power, huh? I yeah, must be, that, or uh, or about like the modern NFL, the, you know, like do yeah, they really want this true. guy? Do they want him and do they want to pay him $12 million when they can pay somebody else six or something yeah. too, you know? So, <clears throat> but the uh, Raheem Morris getting the job, what were the odds of that? For goodness sake. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to happen. Wasn't he a complete failure in Tampa? Wasn't he? Yes, he did not do well. I think it was like 19 and 31, something like that. It did not go yeah. well for him. So, yeah. well, well, but, uh, Maybe he's the, you know, the he's, NFL has created this situation on uh, just 20 years now that you go and hire an assistant from somebody rather than go and hire a big name coach from someplace. So uh, they they save money on their coaches by by yeah. going using that system. So uh, yeah. each year there's what five, six of them that are the candidates. And then if your team has a lousy year, you go from being a candidate last year to you're you're out of luck for the next five years, you know. Right. So it's uh it's an interesting system that saves the the uh, saves the owners money because yes. they and they got to save money because they're only making two hundred fifty million a piece profit <laughs> every year. So. Right. Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan. The passion, the hope, the anticipation, that incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino, let your story begin. Oh man! Well, let's let's transition to uh, a few other things before we go. First, Timberwolves, Patrick. They're not playing well. Like they're, they're playing terrible. They ha- and they haven't for a while, right? Like they, no. they, you know, they had that long stretch against the good teams where they were kind of hitting a lull. That it seemed like they found their way for a few games, but it kind of seems like anytime, especially anytime Conley doesn't play, they are in trouble. Because they just don't have enough adults on the court, even though this is a veteran team, they just don't have enough adults mm-hmm. on the court. Yeah, it's uh, they. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's uh, their low point totals are weird, man. They've had a lot of low point totals in this, and uh, 
they're still like leading the league in defense, right? Yeah, the defense has been pretty good. Or something, but uh, I don't know. Kyle Anderson is I've been ripping him for a while here, but he he's adding nothing, whatever. Last year he was slow ball, and man, what are we doing with you yeah. know with, when when with Cat wasn't playing, he was pretty good, but he's yes. brutal. And uh, McDaniel's, yeah, he's a he's a def- defender, but uh, he died. He can sit down in the corner and make a shot once in a while, but he's 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 overpaid. And I think Nye should play more. And it, uh, you know, Coach uh, Coach Finch here. I like Coach Finch, but let's try Miller or somebody like that to get a little dynamic player out there on the court that put some life into this team. He only plays eight guys half the time. And uh, I think he's, I think he should try a couple other guys, not shake. I'm not campaigning for shake, no. but uh, he's got, got a couple of young guys. I mean, when, the, when things are going rotten, how about letting Luca Garza make a three pointer for six right. minutes or something? Some about, energy, get an energy yeah, guy out there. Yeah, That's what they got. They have no energy right now. And he's sticking to the, He's sticking to the same short rotation. He's, you know, he's, we used to rip tips for the short rotation. <laughs> yes, this guy's the, he's, he's the same guy. Yeah. This guy's the same guy, coaching-wise. He doesn't uh, trust his bench either. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that Troy Brown, what happened to him? He played like five games when uh, somebody was hurt, made a bunch of threes and did okay. Now he never gets off the bench. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think they got to try some some other things, and I don't know. Can't when you can you, when you can have a sixty two point game and everybody's mad at you. That's a bad sign. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, no cat. Yeah, it's sixty two, and we're all mad at him because he hogged the ball and didn't pass the ball, and they threw it to him. They're just, you know, he talked about maturity. We got to get our maturity. They're the same thunderheads that. Uh, yes. That they wore the last couple of weeks, and as you say, if Connolly's not out there, they got no chance. So they're going to get beat twenty-two tonight. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City's going to name the score. Oklahoma City beat them up here, and Oklahoma City played terrible. Yeah, and beat them up here. But uh, Oklahoma City brings it every night, and these guys don't. So they're gonna they're gonna get it handed to them again tonight. That is my prediction. There you go. I don't know what's the number six, maybe five. Uh, I don't know. It's in Oklahoma City, right? So it's probably yeah, yeah, something like that. Six. They're both mad. Get your car and drive to St. Croix. There's a big (laughs) profit opportunity tonight because these sticks are gonna get they're gonna get wiped off the map tonight. I got hunch like like the last time they were there, right? Didn't they get beat? Yes. I think so. last the worst and then, of the year. Yes, and that and then the, then the real panic's going to set in, right? Because they've they've yeah. kind of like played with fire against some of these bad teams. And Oklahoma City's coming off a bad loss too. They just lost to the Pistons. Wolves yeah. coming off a loss to obviously uh, San Antonio the other night. They've been kind of playing with fire, squeezing out some of these other games, like a you know close win that, over that Brooklyn, was, and that game was impossible to lose to that. I know. Well, uh, but worse is Charlotte. Worse was Charlotte. Yes. Oh yeah, Charlotte was. They terrible. lost. Yes, that team went around, turned around, and lost by fifty. The next game they played. We took. Hey, they team. took a lot out of them. Is what they yeah. did. The Wolves took a lot 50. out of them. They lost by. It was hundred. <laughs> I know. Thirty to eighty or I something. Know. 
unbelievable. I don't know what's going. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. It's just you know, they, they, you know, it could just be a mid-year lull, right? Again, and Conley yes. and Conley is this this guy that you know, you you realize his value, especially because before he got here last year, it was the same thing. It was they weren't a mature team. There was D'Lo running the thing, and they just any given night you didn't know what kind of effort you were going to get against these bad teams. And every time Conley's off the floor right now, you still have kind of that same feeling not like last year but it starts to creep up again and meanwhile meanwhile d has been on a heater out there for uh the lakers he's been playing yeah. good well, uh, that means it's gonna be what, eight, means, it, means it'll be about eight games of him being bad now it means it'll be uh, about yeah. eight more games of him being bad now that's how he yeah, was i know i don't want him back but the lakers actually went in some games i don't know when they were playing bad about a month ago i predicted a six seed and people got mad at me I'm five six seed. I'm still in there. I'm still a five six seed on this team. I don't like this team lately. They don't have depth. They still got cat. They still got ant screwing up anything he can down the stretch. Uh, I I don't know. I'm uh, you know it's been fun, but I, they're going to probably be a five hundred team the second half of the schedule after being the best team. In the, what were they? Thirty one and ten. Thirty one and 31 ten. Thirty one and ten. They'll be twenty-one and twenty. The um, though, nah, maybe not that good. They're gonna be, they're gonna be five hundred the second half. That's my prediction. Oh, they have an easy second half schedule, but they've already oh, used so up what? a lot. They, I know, I know. Oh, and they've already used up a lot of that equity because a lot of those easy games have happened already. And they did win the majority of them, but it's the ones they lost that stick with you. And even the way they won some of the ones that they did win that sticks with you too. I don't know. I, I think people are. For as bad as the Wolves have been in their history, these feel like different types of problems. But it's it's disappointing to see how this is going right now. If you know, just in terms of where it started, because they were playing really good basketball for forty, you know, thirty-five to forty games, and just this isn't the same thing that they're that they were starting. Don't, with. If you're a Wolves fan, don't be afraid to panic. Uh, <laughs> this is, they know this how to do the that. Wolves. They are. I mean, I mean, uh, you know. Think of think of the Wolves season as the Lions second half. That's what I should do. First half <laughs> is Sunday. Sunday. It's the same. It's a big, that was a mini version of the Wolves yesterday. Great first half. Uh screwing it up the second half. That's the way it, that's what I see right now. And Finchie is Finchie, you know, he told said they were disgusting. And then he had to kind of retrace his steps last week because after the uh, after the disgusting loss and what Cat got sixty two, yeah, he kind of he kind of had to backtrack. You could tell that Connolly or somebody had talked to him and said, "Ah, you might you might want to back off on this. Some of the yeah. boys didn't like that or something." Yeah. So Anyway, it's uh, always NBA is uh, NBA. One of the great things about the NBA is it's is that the characters are so big because they're so important and each team's got three or four characters on it and it's got drama. It's got great, great drama personalities and stuff like that. And uh, so, uh, you know, when you're, we haven't had drama around here because no. we knew that we knew that it wasn't going to lead to any place. Now this year there was hope, but now they're, uh, now they're starting to disappoint you. Again. Yep. Um, Speaking of disappointment, I had uh, 
had Sarah McClellan on the show last week. That wasn't the disappointment. She was great. But we talked about the wild and kind of where they were at. They had won three in a row, four of five. And I was like, okay, they got these two games before the all-star break. They've got Nashville, Anaheim. Nashville was, you know, the the team they were chasing in the standings, real opportunity. Anaheim's terrible. It's like, win these two games, you know, get yourself set up for any kind of possibility the second half of the year, you know, post-break. Lose both those games, Patrick. They put it, put it, oh. put it in them. They're they're just not good, right? We they didn't uh, they didn't get the uh, they didn't get the courtesy point either in that no in that, either one. of those games. They uh, you know they didn't go to overtime at lows. They lost flat out to the Ducks. Yes, and uh, that was that was brutal. That was terrible. It was hockey day in Minnesota. Hockey what, day, and you lose. He had lose to Anaheim uh, with the letting them have. You know, you were ahead of them two to one, and and yeah. uh, it was two to one, right? Two to both one. Both those games they had, both goals. those games yeah. they had went in with third period leads. It was first and second times all year they had gone into a third period with a lead and hadn't gotten at least mm-hmm. a point. I think. Yeah, they're uh, yeah, they're. Uh, I mean, it's with the with the free points that are available in the NHL right. with the losing and getting a point. It's hard to move up in the standings, especially mm-hmm. when you're not very good. Yeah, that's and, also uh, that. You know, I think they're uh, Eck is Eck has turned into a great player, Erickson yeah. Eck, and uh, and you know he's still got Kaprizov, but there's not much else. And now Spurgeon's gone for the year. Yeah. They were bad on defense before yes. before the year started, and uh, you know they just don't have established defenders. And our guy Brock. Kind of gave up the winning goal the other day, right? Yeah. Didn't he? Brock made a bad play, but he's been he's been terrific, and yes. uh, and uh, that that's kind of tried to save him. But uh, I don't know. They're just uh, they're just not. I, I didn't anybody didn't everybody see this coming? I, I think, think so. Saw this coming. Yeah. Well, the start of the year with the with the defensemen were hurt, and uh, you know the whining about the gap problem and. Uh, then and then, Ganey, uh, Ganey. What am I talking about? Garen, Garen signs all these guys, these mediocre yeah. guys to no trade contracts. Right. I, I don't. I wonder what his say situation is. So you think he's? I think Craig has had the quick trigger in the past. So uh, I mean, Garen's good for this year, but I suppose they're going to keep him around and give him a chance with a full cap too. So once he gets out mm-hmm. from under the contract, but he brought those on himself too. I mean, they he were did. Although here's the thing, it would have cost. It cost either way. Yeah, and I mean, Parisi is he just he wasn't even playing this year until I think Colorado signed him a couple a days couple ago. Of days ago, yeah, right. He was just yeah. sitting on the sitting out. Well, he's thirty nine, right? Yeah, he's thirty nine. Suter. Suter's still had, you know, some left in the tank, right? He's still having an okay year, I think. I just haven't, I haven't paid that much attention. But, yeah, you're paying those guys either way. So there's this that that we forget about. But, yeah, they've, yeah. Got, they've got one more year of that, though. They've got one more year wow. of the of the jail until no, it's, uh... These guys saved the franchise. So stop thinking about it, people. Uh, you know, they, they get upset. If they hadn't signed them in 2012, they would have had 10,000 people a game in there that, the, when they came back from the lockout, because the ticket sales were bobbing bottoming out, people were upset and they're bored by them. And then they signed those two guys on July fourth of two thousand twelve, and they 
pretty much sold out for about the next 10 years. So uh, anyone complaining about those two contracts is an idiot. <laughs> so Suter still playing for the Stars, playing about yeah. nine, 19 minutes a game now, mm-hmm. which is less than he used no, to, but he's 39 too. 30, yeah. Uh, he beat us last year in the playoffs, didn't yeah. he? was the last, yeah. They took us out in five yeah. games. He's still, I don't know. He's it's going to be a while. They keep talking about the prospects. Yeah, we got three or four great prospects. Well, we'll find out, you know, yeah. once they get there, you never, you know, you know, you, you don't have Bedard. That's, uh, we we know that. Right. So, uh, right. We'll, we'll find out. But uh, anyway, they still, it'll be interesting to see if attendance wavers here down. I mean, they've got the big season ticket. They're they're asking you for season ticket money already for next year. So I are the think. Wolves. Yeah, I think the Wolves, just, those yeah. renewals just went out too. What's wrong with you people? I'd say no. Wait till the season's over. I don't want to. I, I mean, in both instances, if you right. don't renew now, they're going to be begging. They're going to be on the phone calling you, begging you to come yeah. back. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, but anyway, that's, uh, yeah, there's not much excitement over there. That's for sure. Boy, the uh, the, the other thing that happened, uh, go for women's basketball team, more oh, Brown. Yeah. yeah. Hurt, her, hurt her foot, twist her ankle, and they lost they, that game. That would be, be a blow from a improved yeah. program. And the Gopher men's team, they won a road game at yes, Penn State. Yes, they did. State. At Penn State, came it. back from like 16 down, right? Out of nowhere, they won that game. And yeah. they were, they were, you know, nobody's coming to their games, but uh, they're, uh, you know, they're better than they were. So that's a little distraction this, uh, <laughs> this, this winter. Royal Credit Union smart checking accounts offer no monthly fees and no minimum balance. Enjoy financial freedom when you open your Royal Credit Union smart checking account online at rcu.org slash go checking. Insured by NCUA. Winsfest was a distraction too, right? Let's finish with that. Twins, they had everybody here. You get to see, you know, Royce Lewis, Byron Buxton saying, hey, center field, back in center field. We'll see about that. We'll see. We'll see, as always. With whoever them. the surgeon, whoever did the therapy on the knee, the surgeon, or whatever they did, if that works, they, that guy should uh, we should have a parade for him. But Joe came back Saturday, and they were lined up to get in the door down to Target Center. Right, they had him in a oh, wow. single line yeah. like three hours beforehand. And they were charging 60 bucks for Joe's autograph, not because of him, but they wanted to raise money for the Twins Community Fund. And uh, apparently hundreds of people were uh, coming up to Joe and congratulating him. And, uh, and uh, you know, that I think, we, you know, we, we can get these Star Tribune commenters that are still ripping Joe and some social media ripping Joe. But uh, as a whole, I think uh, the... Um, Twins fan base is very happy for Joe to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, it, you know, it's it's well-earned, right? Like, he's it's it's kind of amazing. He's what? He's he's Is he 40 right now? Like, 40 you know, usually, right now, yeah. He was 35 when he retired, yeah. So be, I think he'll be 40, 41 pretty soon, but that's a, it's a young now, age April, to be. His, birth, his birthday yeah. is April. April 2 or, or Yeah, no. yeah. He'll be. You'll be 41 soon, but that's a young age to be a Hall of Famer. I don't imagine there was too, yeah, it is. too many more Hall of Famers at his age. I wonder. I'd have to, I'll have to ask him out there if that's uh, the youngest to be inducted. To. I think maybe it was <laughs> Colfax was the youngest. Colfax, I think maybe Colfax yeah. was younger, but not many yeah. others, I wouldn't think. Cause... 
No, you know, to be it's a, it is a uh, interesting. Uh, you know, people are saying, "Well, Yogi Berra had to wait three years." Yes, it was a different voting group. Yes, so, different voting group. Gentlemen, it's not. You know, it's not Joe's fault that the voting group has changed and become more, uh, more, more forgiving. Should I say? I mean, to have a lab have standards that aren't unreasonable it yes. took Harmon. it if Harmon had come around now he would have been a first ballot yes. all day okay so just get that through your heads folks so yeah the, yep. the, the, the voting group has changed and uh the younger group and i i said all along as the uh as the revealers we're out there and joe was running over 80 percent that it will be a lot closer when us crusty old guys' ballots start getting counted because we don't vote for as many people. And there's guys on there that have that first year yep. and that there's a there's a threshold that you have to achieve to get in in the first year. And, you know, I don't have that threshold. I don't care. Right. I vote for a guy in the first year. But I do also not vote for 10 guys a year. I vote for... You know, I've voted for a few as four at times and uh, yeah. and six six or seven, so I don't vote for ten. One one thing is I didn't vote for the steroid guys. So yep. that was that was a lot of the younger people did vote for the steroid guys. And I'm not complaining about guys voting different, but you have three hundred and eighty five valid voters. You're gonna have a cross section of opinions on yes. how to how to go about doing it. And it's that's what makes it great because they need to get 75%. That's an awe. That is a stout figure to attain in an all of fame. So when the 76.1 was revealed last Tuesday, I guess we haven't talked about that yet, but um, I did think about the story you told last Monday on the show where you were worried that your ballot wasn't going to get there yes. in time because he only made it by four votes. I was like, oh boy, Patrick's vote. It wasn't, got, it wasn't the clincher, it. but man, it, it got, it was, he, every they vote counted. They got it on the last day yes. of Friday morning, but I think they had a mailbox there that you sent it to a PO box. And I don't think anybody was checking it for a week. <laughs> that was the problem. So, so I don't, everybody thought the ballots were in, so I don't think anybody went and looked. Mm, so uh, the ballot was in there, but my ballot did get counted. So yes. otherwise no one won by three. Yes. So. Yes. Well, so uh, anyway, well, this year's team, I don't know. They, they need to, they haven't done anything yet, and they, they a lot of times they don't until around now. So it's not like you got to panic. They got two months till they play the games, but just kind of a weird off season, right? Like they had all this yeah. momentum from playoffs. Yeah. Everybody loves Royce Lewis for good reason, but you lose Sonny Gray, you, you lose the guys they've lost. Like it just the pitching was the thing last year, and they just don't have the yeah. same pitching they had. Yeah, and they were hoping to trade Polanco and Kepler, or at least one of them, and there's no market out there. They're not alone in doing nothing here. I mean, yes. they've done less than everybody else, but uh, there's a lot of free agents. I mean, that Jordan Montgomery's still out there looking for a huge amount of money. I talked to Falvey. I said, what's with that guy? He, I said, how could he turn down Texas? And he said, Boris wants huge money for him. Hmm. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, and then there's a guy that's a two month wonder. I wouldn't bring him in, you know, for for a huge amount of money. He's, you know, he helped them win the World Series. Okay, beautiful, but uh, they, there's a lot of guys still out there waiting to sign. And a lot of the reason for the slow thing is regional TV. 
Yes. You know, you know, even Texas said that they, you know, we can't afford Jordan Montgomery. We won the World Series with him, and we can't afford him because they lost their regional TV deal, yep. too. A lot of wait and see <laughs> right interesting. now. Sounds like all of a sudden Valley's got the got the clout because they got Amazon as a partner. Here. Right. I got, I got a hunch the Twins will end up back with them, with, uh, but with better streaming yeah, at least for a year. Uh, yeah. At least for a year. I think that's what it's going to be. It's getting late. It's, it's getting late for that. Anything else? I uh, I went to the uh, Diamond Awards on Thursday, and uh, we found out the uh, the loss of a TV partner can be rather dramatic because uh, there was no there was no uh, stay on schedule thing. Oh there. no! Oh no! You know, it's unproduced. Two hours and 50 minutes. Oh, we're back to the old days. Last I remember the, year, it's about an hour and a half. Right? Yeah, we were back to the uh, yeah the old days of the Diamond Awards. It was like that. And, and uh, I've known you to uh, to get antsy in the press box during the National Anthem, where you were getting antsy at the Diamond Awards at the I pace. I got so antsy, I got up and left and went and grabbed an Uber and went home. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, you know, I'm as anti-Parkinson's as the next guy, okay? But the uh, doctor that they had from the University of Minnesota, who seemed to be a very sharp guy, went for 20 minutes, and then they had an uh, and then they had a video uh, that was eight or nine minutes that said the same things that the doctor said in the 20 minute speech. So, what I'm saying is, if we would have BSN there. Somebody would have been giving them the wrap-up signal, but nobody was giving them the wrap-up signal. So it was, uh, it was, uh, it was. Uh, we we needed a TV. We needed yeah. a TV. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then and that whole system of sitting on the couch and talking to a player and asking them two powder puff questions is stupid. You know, I they should have me produce the thing. This would be All great. Right. I would love to see the Royce produced produce, Diamond Awards. The guy, the guy comes up, gets his award, and he talks for a minute, and yep. then he's like, "Gone, right? Have him tell us something." <laughs> then he, for then a he leaves. Then he leaves, and you rip him, and then it's then it's over. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you take a little shot at him, and that's <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah. I wrote a column about my attempt to fill in. I saw for that. Joe that was the, fun. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, the. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I knew I was in trouble from the moment I walked in there, and there were two hundred and eighty people. Uh, dressed up and uh, I had no material so I just started insulting people and that didn't work, that didn't work too well either so anyway stuff happens you know it was free so they got they got what they deserved for free. what they paid for actually oh. the guy did give me a gift card to Hoyt so oh, I nice. saw that in the bag so I didn't know about that so anyway yeah that's that good. was that was a, that was a big flop but so what so oh. And as Willie Davis said when he dropped fly balls 50 years ago in the World Series, if it ain't my life and it ain't my wife, why worry? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, that's as good a place right. to end as any, Patrick. Uh, appreciate it as always. Uh, when we check in next week, you'll, you'll be in somewhere warmer, right? I'll be in Florida, yeah. I'm going to go down for a month and do some spring training and, uh, you know, uh, no, just I'm not, I'm not a big Florida fan anymore, but spring training's there, and that's always good. So I yeah. missed last year for the, I think it was it. I missed the last two years, and I had gone to forty four straight or something wow. like. That. So anyway, I kind of missed it, even though it's not what it used to be. So 
Yeah. As we'll far as it. access, you know, you yes. used to just wander in and talk to anybody you wanted to. It doesn't quite work that way anymore. All right. Well, enjoy. Thanks, Patrick. We'll talk to you later. All righty. Dan Campbell, you should be ashamed of yourself. Goodbye.